0: real good 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 real real good All
1: right, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode three. What an episode it promises to be. We made some promises last episode that we would have a guest, and we do not, uh, but uh, he will be with us at some point. Episode four, we'll probably have a guest. I should just not make any promises, and yep. therefore-
2: Did we promise? Can never
1: let anyone down. We teased it. I teased it. I know we it.
2: teased it, but I don't know if we actually said the word promise. I promise. Yeah, I never promised. You it. also yeah. just
1: promised this episode to be really good. Dude, yeah, so. I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. So that,
2: well, we did make that promise, and I, but.
1: And I haven't. We're already off the rails. Yeah. So I haven't even introduced us. I am Justin Morissette, and you are listening to Real Good Show, the podcast that is nominally about sports, but sometimes not so much. With me today, as always. Well, I will let you gentlemen introduce yourselves.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, John, John Cullen. Don't people know? I want to. I want to get cocky now, and I want to be like, okay, we're. This is our third episode. People know who we are. So. I'm refusing to talk anything about myself today. I'm just going to say I'm John Cullen and you guys you know it. So, thank yeah. you. Yeah,
3: and like process of elimination. <laughs> Obviously. Do I, like, I'm Stefan Heck, I guess. We'll just say, it, yeah. So yeah. now
1: people know. Just so it's clear. Just so we know who's talking. Yeah. And that <laughs> is the intro portion of the program. <laughs> 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 We're off to a rollicking start. And, uh, <laughs> and our guest. <laughs> our guest is not He's here. He's not here. <laughs> but that's fine. And, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. But uh, it was a quite an interesting week in sports. Uh, lots of stuff to dive into. There's a few things that we wanted to touch on, however, Last episode that it was an emergency episode, so we had to make it very brief and only, uh, you know, squeeze in the trades. The yeah, make and it Cassian very brief trades. the,
2: uh, the amount hour. of time we yeah. normally want this podcast to be <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be really fast. And then we're like, oh, okay, it's the same length as, <laughs> but, but there the... <laughs> was something that didn't
1: happen last week that uh, captured our imaginations, and we desperately wanted to talk about it on the program. And those were the comments of one Bob. This is
3: legitimately like the funniest sports thing of all time. This might be one of the great. This is
2: one of the great announcer quotes. I've listened to
3: this maybe like 500 times since he said it, and it gets funnier every single time. Um, Yeah, it's great. I can I can read it out if you like.
1: Uh yeah, I mean we could hear it also, but we could,
3: I mean now if you want to give a dramatic reading, it is I, 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 2015. After I'll, all, I'll set the scene. How about okay, it? Okay. So uh, it's the Chicago Cubs game, and uh, the, the pitcher is getting pulled out. I think he came in and gave up uh, a home run, and then yeah, he put two more guys on base, uh, and which is obviously like apparently the worst thing in the world to Bob Costas. <laughs> yeah, Bob Costas
1: was extremely the worst pitching offended. performance. Uh, so we can. He probably had money on the game or something. I yeah. Don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, he had to have. Like, I love, um, shit, who is the, I know there is one announcer that's, like, legendarily known for, like, you can tell which <laughs> team he has money on. Like, he's, like, I think it's a soccer announcer. We're going to have to do, uh, someone, like, tweet us and tell me. I, it's not coming to me right now at all, but. Uh, we'll crowdsource this one. Yeah, and I know this always pisses me off, like, when I'm listening to podcasts and they don't know something and I'm, like, sitting in my car, like, it's. So it's, so you set of a, that'll be like someone will be doing that right now but yeah i just oh man it's so great but yeah costas uh this was just it was incredible it was like premeditated
3: too that's not like an on the fly thing, no like he
2: thought of this yeah. like he was sleeping and thought of this in a yeah. dream and woke up and wrote it down on an illuminated note because there's also like a substantial
3: pause where he like he kind of explains what's going on and he's being pulled from the game there's a bit of a pause and he's like ah fuck it i'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it i this is my time i
1: need to do it, yeah, and we will hear that right now. Mod is on his way in. Strope is on his way out, pointing toward the heavens. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance.
0: Yeah, so I
2: mean, the thing I love about that, the the the, thi- the main thing, like when I'm listening to this, all I can think about is. This is a regular season game <laughs> in the sport that has, that has like the 164 most games. Regular season game. It has quintuple the number of regular season games that soccer has. It has double the number of games that the NBA and the NHL has and somehow for some reason Bob Costas chooses this moment. Well, that's the thing it's like <laughs> there's yeah. no gravity regular to the situation. baseball.
1: At all. Yeah, the stakes are always so low like i can't imagine getting into like a a, bas- a baseball rivalry like that because like you know, if you lose, if you're a Yankees fan and they lose to the Red Sox, like, fucking, who cares? You play them 20 more times. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't. But n- e- even if that was, like, bottom of the ninth, game seven
3: of the World Series, you, like, his dead relatives up in heaven are probably like, man, like, don't worry about it. They're <laughs> in heaven. They're not bad people.
2: Yeah, right? like, hey, you, it's, it's cool. Yeah. You're
3: still alive.
2: Yeah. So just enjoy that. <laughs> like, while if it's he happening. had
3: said, your relatives down in hell are pissed off at you for this regular season <laughs> thing, that would make more sense. And it would be worse as well. Your dead relatives down in hell fucking hate you. For this baseball thing you fucked up, you idiot. I I hate you, too. You know, he's he's an
1: athlete. He's probably religious. He's probably, like, looking up to the heavens and, like, being like, hey, God, like, maybe let me pitch a better game next time. And Costas is like, he's shamed his family (laughs) and no one will ever speak to him again.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Well, and he's still, like... He's still also a pro athlete. Like, it's like, <laughs> like last week on the podcast, I was talking about the Vancouver Canadiens game I went to, where it's like literally the lowest level of baseball. And I watched a pitcher come in, pitch 12 straight balls to walk the bases loaded and then be removed from the game. And I'm quite sure his career ended that day. <laughs> and uh, I think, like, so to me, like, he's still a major league pitcher, making presumably like. Three to five million a year, I would guess, as a relief person in the major <laughs> league. Like, it's not like uh, you know, there. The stakes are not like <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, that
3: happens like every game, basically. Oh, totally. A pitcher comes in and, and fucks up.
2: Yeah. Like,
3: and Bob, you know what was worse is that Bob Costas had like pink eye during the Olympics. That was disgusting. You think his relatives are up in heaven being like, man, maybe like he also take like a day off. made
1: some unfortunate comments like five days earlier about uh, Caitlyn Jenner and the Espies being like, oh, this is ruining the sanctity of, of the, the ESPYs. ESPYs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the wow, thing that you know. we invented to put on TV when there's nothing to talk about in the summer.
2: Guys, I mean... Let's not go too hard on the ESPYs here. I mean, <laughs> the, it is a pretty amazing. The event.
3: only good SP's moment is when Norm McDonald hosted it and was like not invited that was back.
2: Unbelievable! That was great. If you've never seen it, you got to YouTube that and then go and,
1: down the Norm YouTube rabbit yeah. hole. We'll, we'll yeah. see you in eight hours. The show will still be waiting for I you. I think you have to yeah. search
2: Norm
3: McDonald Sports Awards because the ESPYS have like copyright claims and shit, and they don't want people seeing. And that. Scrubbed all evidence <laughs> because of it's, Norm. it's just him like shitting on everyone in the audience for like 10 minutes which is wonderful. awesome yeah
2: uh yeah it's so great and also i did like uh drake's track side pieces at uh the last espies he hosted and oh, he sang was a funny. song yeah. called side pieces <laughs> and made specific reference to players in the audience <laughs> being like oh you have a side piece you have a side piece like that was pretty that and was you pretty know funny. like
1: Drake likes to think that he's like every basketball player's best friend So there's a <laughs> which ton I think of, he
2: kind of is yeah. weirdly and there's like, a
1: ton of players in the audience who are just feeling like brutally betrayed by that that's
2: true yeah he's like yo Drake I texted <laughs> you about that in confidence man <laughs> like how ah oh, man I told you about I'm that. here with my wife man
1: <laughs> I'm here with my wife
2: yeah which is actually like there's been a lot of great sports moments this year because that makes me think of like when Andy Murray uh, revealed that his Davis Cup teammate had a side piece in the like post Davis cup interview that was also like a very good moment in sports <laughs> broadcasting this year. Did you guys see that? <laughs> no, no. I didn't. Oh my God. It was unreal. So Andy Murray, so they won the, the UK or whatever won their Davis cup tie. And then, uh, and then they were asking, uh, they're asking Andy Murray, uh, after the game about like, you know, what they're going to do to celebrate or whatever. And he's talking about his teammate and he's like, Oh, well, you know, Dom's got a girl here that uh, that I think he's going to really want to celebrate with after the game. He's been spending quite a bit of time with her or whatever. And then they're like, oh, Dom, so you've, you've got a girl. And then there's like this awkward She's just pause. just like ghost wife. Yeah, there's like this awkward pause. He goes, well, I have a girlfriend who's not going to be happy to hear that.
0: <laughs> and
2: then it's like there's just this awkward pause. And then Andy Murray just loses it <laughs> laughing like he's so happy. Like it must be so dope to be that famous and have that much money that like you wreck someone's life and you're just like, yeah, this is pretty funny. This is like a good moment. (laughs) This is the
1: funniest thing I've ever done. Yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> oh, it was yeah. It's a great. I would urge you to you two both to seek it out. Maybe we'll talk about it next week on the well, yeah, I'll the have show. But it was great. We're gonna
1: have a show blog this week. So. Oh, perfect. So yeah, oh, we I'll can have link YouTube for all that. We stuff. can link it
2: on the show blog, and uh, yeah, great moment. Um, and also, I just I don't know if you guys have anything else to add, but I just the pink eye thing got me going because I had a funny <laughs> uh, funny pink eye story this week. <laughs> My uh, <laughs> just in case you're <laughs> for all you pink eye fans out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my buddy is a, uh, a government uh, public health official. So his job is to uh, is to go and and look at uh, you know restaurants and other establishments and make sure they're up to health code. So he was telling me about he was in a small town on uh, Vancouver Island this week that I won't name for whatever privacy reasons I guess. And he said he went to a restaurant, and then the manager just openly had pink eye, <laughs> and he was like, I could like you could see it, like it was bad <laughs> enough that you could tell he had pink eye, and he's like. Okay, well, you, like, pink eye is super contagious. Like, you can't work. And he was like, Oh, he's like, Well, I tried to go to the hospital, but it was really busy. So they made me, like, take a number and then go home. So I couldn't get it fixed. So that was
1: like. It's like trying to get a table at his restaurant.
0: Yeah, it was super yeah.
2: weird. I'm like, this, So the hospital, I didn't realize that hospitals in small towns were like delis where you walk in and they, I guess, they just had a, an, an abnormally high volume. They had had some sort of police incident there or something like that and so they were like dealing with that so they were just like oh like that doesn't look good but we have other priorities Well, everyone working
3: in the hospital probably had pink eye too <laughs> well <laughs> probably yeah
2: i feel like if one person in a small town gets pink eye yeah. everybody has pink eye.
1: i can't speak to hospitals but i mean I, i've spent some time living in small towns and the one mm-hmm. thing that drove me nuts was like got a speeding ticket up north and i didn't know how or where to pay it because you go to like the courthouse in town and it's closed, and the hours of operation on the door say open when available. <laughs> I was just like, What the fuck? You're just supposed to know when you're going to be here? How do I plan around that? Open when available.
2: I like that. That's like the. Um I love the. Uh, there's a bookstore in Vancouver uh, called Lawrence's Books on Dunbar and 41st. Uh, for those of oh, you the have used gone book to, one, the you know, yeah, yeah, used yeah. bookstore that those of you who have gone to UBC will have passed it on the bus, no doubt. And it's uh, they're open. I think four days a week for four hours <laughs> it's like open Tuesday to Saturday one thirty to 5 30 <laughs> and it's like that is like isn't that the dream like you just own a business and you show you up basically whenever you want
3: I went up there once as like an eight-year-old and I had all these like old used books and I was like I'm gonna go sell these used books to this like grumpy old man first of all if he still owns the store he's got to be like a thousand years old by oh me. yeah
2: it's yeah and you think it's probably still Lawrence that yeah owns the store. I, th-
3: I think it is but anyway I went in there and he offered me like 25 cents per book it's like this little kid and so i just went in like had like a yard sale in the front yard and like made get
2: rid of your goosebumps yeah no i was actually Weren't we all?
1: Well, let's get back to sports because uh, moving on from, from Bob Costas. From, and used bookstores. Pink eye? Bob Costas. Being you like, guys don't
2: want to talk about pink eye more? What the
1: fuck? Your dead relatives in heaven just killed themselves again. Um,
2: uh, I feel the, like we need to use that soundbite for most of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> for someone like our Bob Costas, like shame of the week or something. We'll press the
1: Costas button. Yeah, It'll exactly. Drop. Um, the big story, of course, which I know, you guys are not big basketball fans, but uh, you probably heard about this because it is the funniest thing that's ever happened yeah. in the history of <laughs> Sports Free Agency. Uh, DeAndre Jordan makes a triumphant return to the Los Angeles Clippers in the end, after all. And uh, there's some really fascinating wrinkles to this story. Uh, he was signed with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, there's a, First of all, we'll explain NBA free agency briefly, if you're <laughs> not aware. There's a moratorium period that lasts like a week long between when your contract officially ends with your previous employer and when you're allowed to sign one with Your new one. And during this moratorium period, teams are, you know, having conversations with players. But they're, like, unofficially, it's exactly what you were saying about the draft. Like, Wodge on Twitter is being like, DeAndre Jordan signs four-year, $83 million deal with Dallas. It's like, well, he hasn't really signed it yet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he just, he uh, he tapped into his uh, machine that reads DeAndre Jordan's dreams, <laughs> and then was like, oh, okay, he's going to Dallas, and then he tweets it, or whatever, however else Wadge does his business, I don't know. But.
1: So, Jordan, the center for the LA Clippers, is slated to go to Dallas, and Mark Cuban, who uh, is famous for being a shark on Shark Tank, and I don't know, like, how he is so rich. I know it's, it's like an internet thing. Yeah
2: but like he's he has a lot of money. He's, he's just, the richest shark by a lot.
1: He's most famous for just being the outspoken owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's like basically. the fun
3: billionaire. Yeah, It's like him and like Richard Branson.
1: He yeah. is he is like the ideal sports owner in that like he will rip the refing, he'll rip the league. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's just going What you want to find me? Go ahead and find me, <laughs> bitch. I'm made of money. <laughs> I don't care. That's
2: also like that's got to be a really like one of the top baller levels of rich where you're like this comment is so fun for me to say I'm willing to pay $50,000 for it <laughs> like just like that refing was so I need to say this so bad <laughs> yeah like I've never said anything in my life that was worth 50 bucks to me like if someone was like you can have $50 or you can say x I'm probably gonna take the fifty dollars most of the time.
3: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I would. So. If I had to like drop a word from my vocabulary for the rest of my life, I do it for like twenty five dollars. It's like you can't say you can't say like. You can't say sandwich anymore. Okay, can I have that like a bread thing with the meat in it? Oh, well Why now it's no. sandwich? Because everything oh would God. become everything. a hot dog for you. Yeah, God. exactly. <laughs> I'll have. You uh, just have to
2: start calling all sandwiches
0: hot dogs. Peanut butter and jelly hot dogs, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: people at the store are so He wants peanut butter and jam on his hot dog? No, he's just – I paid him $25, and he's not allowed to say sandwich (laughs) ever again.
1: (laughs) Okay, but Mark Cuban, this is the interesting wrinkle. Deadspin reported this. I'm not sure if you heard this. It's kind of hearsay, but there was video evidence to back it up. Last Friday night uh, in the club in New York City, I think – Blake Griffin, JJ Redick, a bunch of guys from the Clippers all happened to be in the exact same New York nightclub as Mark Cuban and Chandler Parsons. And there's video of Cuban and Blake Griffin being in like a very heated dispute, uh, being, uh, you know, speaking to each other with uh, strong terms. And uh, the guy who sent in the video, Deadspin's tipster, is like Cuban was like very braggadocious in how they were able to lure DeAndre away from the Clippers, essentially being like, I stole your girl. What the hell are you going to do about it? And uh, he kind of outlined the way that it was so easy for him to lure DeAndre away from
0: Los Angeles. So they were, like, arguing in the club. Yeah. I, I
3: think, think
1: Blake Griffin just said that Dragon's Den was a better show than Dragon's <laughs>
0: Den. Which it is, by the it way. It is. It absolutely yeah. is.
1: Well, there's some contemptible people on both panels. and. They happen to be the same person on both shows, <laughs> actually. But uh, well, either-
2: not anymore. Dragon's Den has gone downhill. Now, now they're like, uh, they're now they're really plumbing the depths of like, because all the guys are gone. Like Kevin's gone, Good. Robert's gone. He's the I worst. think Jim might still be. Kevin O'Leary is the I like worst Jim. human Jim on like Jim might Earth. be the only one left. I think. I like from, like the Jim's original. Jim's the Boston Pizza guy. Yeah, he's, he's the Boston uh, Pizza yeah. guy. Because uh, that's the thing is like. I, I met him
1: at a CBC open house when I was going to BCIT, and I asked him to uh, fund my tuition for like a percentage of my career gross, and he refused. <laughs> well,
2: that's pretty good, though, that you, you offered him, that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. that's pretty legit. I um, he uh, yeah, like I'm I'm a big fan of the show, but I it's gone downhill now because I just can't get into the new people on it. I'm like, I don't really know if you even Our have witch. enough <laughs> money to like like Vidge Like I mean, I know he has money. Like obviously, he's got a few flagship restaurants and he's got his like cooking line. But like, he doesn't have like you can like someone's gonna come in and be like, "Uh, okay, so we're asking for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for. 20% of our company and you automatically know three of the dragons are instantly eliminated yeah. because they can't afford well, $250,000.
1: has like a restaurant buried in the bowels of BC Place. I'm not sure if you've what? ever seen it. There's like a Vidge's like stand. Is it the one that's like kind of... It's, it's, it's below like on like, ground level. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like a field level. Nobody it, it, can go down there. It's only if you're in a certain section you can
3: go down. Yeah, if you're it like or, the field
2: club for the White Caps. Yeah. They do sell Vidges at the Whitecaps games.
1: Oh that's probably where it all comes is. Vidges is delicious. It is. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Vidge if you're listening. Please sponsor the show. Yeah. Real good show brought to you. We want two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Real good curry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I can go
3: off on a tangent here for you a can. session. Sure. The the best Dragons Den uh, proposal was these like two like old guys from like Buttfuck Nowhere Ontario, who, like, invented their own casino game, and mm-hmm. they they basically put all of their life savings and, like, retirement money into, like, designing this casino game, and it was, like, a really, like, stupid game, and they're, they're, like, yeah, it's gonna be up there with, like, craps and, like, all those ones. It's, like, you know, like, those have been around for, like, hundreds of years, right? Like, you don't just invent new casino games, and so... They get the dragons to play it, and they explain, it and they're like, oh, this is pretty interesting. You've obviously put a lot of thought into this, and they're like, yeah, we, we had it in a casino, and uh, they're like, oh, how did it go? And it's like, well, the, they didn't want to have it in the casino anymore for some reason. They're like, okay, so it's like the worst idea ever, and it's so sad, because they just like leave, and you just know, like, they're ruined for the rest of their
0: lives.
1: Yeah. But anyway, it was hilarious. They thought they were <laughs> yeah. inventing craps, and it turned up they invented crap, so... Uh, I'm not proud of that one. Oh, take, no, you've done, that. Yeah, you've done I'm better. I'm going to delete that. that from the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might want to edit that out.
1: But, anyway, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, Mark Cuban is in the club bragging to Blake Griffin about that how That he
2: invented I, the I, best casino I, game uh, of all time.
1: I stole your girl. <laughs> and Griffin takes all of the, the things that Cuban bragged about back to the Clippers... And says this is how they wooed him away, and this is exactly how we're going to get him back. And they just like sent a contingent. Everybody converged on DeAndre's house in Houston. Uh, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, uh, Paul Pierce, who JJ just signed, Redick. JJ yeah. Redick was there. Uh, their coaching staff was there. Everybody from the Clippers is all hanging out in DeAndre Jordan
3: And they were Jordan's they were house. all tweeting their mode of transportation. Yes, and if I can say my favorite one here, it's uh, probably Chris Paul. Well, no, it's uh, it's Paul Pierce. Let me just—I uh, think I retweeted. Well, I it. like
2: that Paul Pierce. Actually, wrote his on the players tribute. Yeah, yeah, which which is is like I'm like, oh, this is going to be a really interesting article because I like Paul Pierce. He's a good guy, and it was all clip art, and it was just all clip art emojis.
3: (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, he like Googled rocket ship emoji, I guess, and then like saved the picture probably, and then like uploaded it to Twitter. And the first reply is, uh, "This is the most old man shit I've ever seen." (laughs) Because everyone's tweeting, like, emojis. And, like, there was the banana boat was Chris Paul, I think. Which, yeah. like,
1: everybody gives Chris Paul shit for being an extremely dour and, like... Yeah, that was like, hilarious. Yeah, he, he he did something that was genuinely He combined funny.
3: two emojis because he... There's a boat emoji, and, and then the there's a banana
1: one first, and it's, oh, it's a banana boat. And it was okay. playing off of a photo of him on vacation with, with like, uh, Carmelo and Wade, and, and, and yeah. they're all riding an inflatable banana together. Yeah. So brilliant. Absolutely brilliant stuff from Chris Paul. They're all converging in their emoji transportation on DeAndre's house. <laughs> people are just losing their minds over this on Twitter, because it's basically like the basketball bachelorette. <laughs> like, DeAndre keeps going on dates with people, and everybody that he meets is like, have something so serious going on with DeAndre right now like I feel like our connection is just so much more pure than whatever he has going on with Blake Griffin so like everybody wants to know who gets the Rose and uh, Mark Cuban is just like sulking outside of his house Wait did
2: Derek Rose sign with the No No (laughs) Sorry I don't know that much about basketball
1: But you do know a ton about the Bachelorette so it's
2: fine (laughs) I have watched one episode this season.
1: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, just this season. Okay. Um, Yeah,
2: I watched one episode and it was horrible. (laughs) She had sex with a guy.
1: (laughs) Like uh, Chandler Parsons in the end is like skulking outside of DeAndre's house also being like, I just don't feel like he's here for the right reasons. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I thought we had something, man. You told me I was special in the club when you signed. <laughs> if I can go back to the Paul Pierce thing quickly. Okay, okay. The best NBA player response to that
3: was Rudy Gobert, who responded, Paul Pierce just tweeted that with his Game Boy Color.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so the Clippers a are, tweet. <laughs> are all inside DeAndre's house like convincing him to sign. Yeah. And they're, they're, it's reported that they won't leave until midnight. Because they came there to get a signature on a contract. That's when the moratorium. And they won't leave without it because the moratorium expires at midnight that night. And uh, suddenly it becomes a. Wait, sorry, just a
2: sec. Can we just talk about how great of an English word moratorium is? Yeah. Great word.
1: That's where they put all the dead
3: bodies, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm it, pretty but sure. it's just, an,
2: and it, it feels like it, you know, like how some words just feel like the thing that they are. Like yeah. that feels like moratorium. Like, oh, you feel good inside when you hear it. Like bad, but good. People anyway.
1: are losing their minds that like DeAndre has been kidnapped, <laughs> and that like the Clippers won't leave his house, and that they won't allow him to answer his phone because Cuban is like calling him nonstop, being like, "Buddy, come on, like we already." We had a deal, man. You can't renege on a shark here, buddy. Like, what's going on? And he won't answer the phone. Everybody's losing their minds like he's been kidnapped. What's actually happening is that they're just playing spades and NBA 2K15 inside his house. So, like, DeAndre Jordan has not been kidnapped. He's just chilling out with all of his friends avoiding mark cuban. yeah they made
3: the decision in like 10 minutes basically. more, more specifically
1: avoiding getting yelled at by mark cuban <laughs> which to me is like way funnier than it, like yeah them trying to because i don't think him. they've
3: spoken since then he tweeted an apology and then mark cuban released something on like he's got some like snapchat ripoff called like cyber dust, dust. cyber which cyber is dust. like what the fuck is that that sounds like something from like wild wild west well that sounds like a wrestler
1: <laughs> that's eventually
3: making
2: what? his way to the rings cyber <laughs> dust
1: <laughs> The third generation, yeah, roads. Stardust, yeah. Gold Dust, Cyber Dust. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's what they signed the yeah. contract on because it eventually crumbled into nothing, and Cuban <laughs> is just furious. And <laughs> okay, that made up for that, your that earlier good. shit yeah. line. <laughs> and, and NBA analysts are like, this will change the moratorium forever. The fallout from this will be massive. No, it won't. but like. Okay, it's not that difficult to change. The NBA, not the NBA, the NHL just started doing this. Yeah. They, they just started allowing teams to have like a conversation period with pending free agents. And you know how it works? Fine, perfectly smoothly. You don't fucking allow them to sign before they're allowed to sign. Yeah. Yeah, you just have conversations. What would the well, NHL equivalent of this
3: be? I was just gonna say yeah.
2: it'd be so dope. Yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, we're just uh, heading up to uh, Richie's cottage here. <laughs> he's uh, he's on um, Lake Muskoka. Uh, he's uh, you know he's, we're just uh, we thought we'd get out there on the tubes. Uh, <laughs> Robo
1: emoji. Yeah, the t- exactly.
2: Get out on the tubes with them. You know we crushed a few uh, Labats and uh, yeah, it looks like he's gonna like, sign with the Bruins. You'll
1: still see like Bob McKenzie or whatever tweeting out like on. June 30th, like all signs indicate yeah, that. Yeah, which
3: is as close as you can get to saying. Bolesky like, is
1: going to sign with the Bruins yeah. tomorrow or whatever. You'll still see that stuff, yeah. but you won't see anybody being like, Matt Bolesky signs a five-year deal. Yeah, that's the thing that's weird is that they have the exact contract details.
3: And yeah. It's like, this is going to blow up in your face. Yeah. And it did. Right. So just so
2: because McKenzie doesn't have... Watch his dream machine <laughs> that's the problem
1: he's just friends with people it's not exactly it's not it's good not, enough it's not good enough i just
2: want to say through all this that i just couldn't imagine like free agency in sports like i'm reading right now i'm reading the x exp- the montreal expo's book that jonah Carey wrote up, yeah. up and away which is great and um he just he's talking about like the advent of baseball free agency and like free agency really as a concept has basically been around for like twenty five years, yeah. pretty much because owners resisted it so hard and it just like it's so hard not to think about those owners like rolling over in their graves like because not only is now free agency happening, it's like being contested on Twitter and it's all for uh, the third best player on a non championship. <laughs> team who also well, happens they to just, be black. They just added Paul Pierce.
1: <laughs> he's probably not even the third best player anymore. Well,
2: maybe. I don't know. But yeah. And then yeah, and then you add in the fact that he's black, which is obviously <laughs> a huge detriment to some of these old owners. And it's just a really bad combination of stuff. Yeah, like they would just, hate that. Oh, yeah. it's a really bad day. Before
1: we get out of this, though, Blake Griffin dropped what is, like, I'm not going to say probably, definitely the greatest athlete tweet of all time for its, like, Timeliness, content, newsworthiness, absolutely brilliant. As all of this is happening and people are like, they've got him kidnapped. The, the the Mavericks are pounding on the door and they can't get in. And, like, Griffin tweets a photo of a chair being pushed up against the doorknob of the that front door of DeAndre's house and yeah. says, not sure about this furniture placement, but... I'm no interior designer.
3: <laughs> if uh, the best athlete tweet of all time is uh, Ray Allens where he was like sexting someone through like DM and like accidentally tweeted it out. Have you guys heard this one? No. It's like very explicit. Really? I'm going to read it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh We're bringing
2: knowledge to the masses, baby. Uh,
3: so it's so bad that he deleted the tweet and then <laughs> changed the name of his Twitter account. <laughs> it's like oh that wasn't me. Anyway, um,
2: wow, that's always good.
3: So it was, I'm getting there. When you masturbate, think about my tongue on your clit and switching back and forth from my dick to my tongue, which I, the logistics of that are really confusing, first of all. And Ray but, Allen's tall, so that's yeah. a
2: big, like, that's, a, that's even more logistically troubling.
3: But anyway, that that's my choice for the best athlete tweet well, of all time. who's
1: this uh, like baseball player that everybody is ironically retweeting right now?
2: I don't know if that's Ricky act-
3: Ricky Rick Day. I yeah. don't know if that's actually him, though.
2: Yeah, I don't know either.
3: Because there's a lot of, like, those accounts where it's like it's like an obscure like s- retired athlete who's yeah. like tweeting all this dumb shit and it's like uh like there yeah, was another one done that there was another one uh i forget the i forget the name someone will tell me um but it was the same sort of idea where it's a retired baseball player who played for like i don't know eight years or something and toiled in obscurity kind of and you know it's he's tweeting all this like stupid shit now and it's like uh
2: well, it's like the, or even just when people have like account names, like, uh, like uh, pension plan puppets. Yeah. Uh, has has uh, Felix Pot? Well, no, Felix yeah. Potman. Oh yeah. And then people are like, "Hey, man, like I'm a huge fan of yours." Like, <laughs> blah blah blah, and you're like, "Okay, well that's not."
3: The MLSE is my. That's so because funny. people tweet so legit. Stuff, yeah, yeah. dude, Like they're talking. To it's Maple still shocking that MLSE has
2: somehow not sued him for that. Yeah. For
3: well, for, that's for his
1: pinned tweet as well. They probably would like pay him an obscene amount of oh, money yeah. for that. Oh, for I sure, imagine. Yeah.
3: But his pin tweet from the 24th of September, 2008, I can't believe MLSE was available. Maybe we'll pretend to be Richard Petty et al. in the quest for
1: comedy and profit. So that's, that's, pretty, that's, much that's pretty much what happened.
2: Seven well. years later. Yeah.
1: Uh, some other good athlete tweets. I mean, Luongo. Everyone that Biz Nasty's
2: ever done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the
3: Stampede Bros. Laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man, he's unfiltered.
2: Oh you know? yeah, he just oh he's raw. Says, yeah, he's raw. <laughs> uh, it, funny about that too. I have a friend who is a uh, uh, broadcaster in Edmonton. Uh, she's on a show called Dinner TV, and she met uh, Biz Nasty in the uh, beer garden at Stampede. And I, he was so she was Snapchatting like <laughs> videos of her with him. And she's, like, you know, she's a very, like, she's all excited and whatever. And I don't think she she seemed, like, super sober and was just like, it's Biz Nasty. And he was literally just, like, resting his head on her shoulder, like, hey. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> well, uh, now, so that was pretty dope.
1: Now that we're on the topic of hockey, we can talk uh, uh, specifically about uh, the team that – Causes us so much strife and it doesn't cause me any strife at all. And
2: okay, also we should get we need to get some Twitter feedback because obviously this is a Vancouver podcast. But tell us if you ever get sick of us talking about the Canucks every. I'm because I'm not even a Canucks fan. I'm but I'm happy to talk about the Canucks because they blow uh, huge and I hate them. But. It, just in case you get sick of it or you want us to talk about your team, well, let us the know thing and we'll is, like, be happy to rip you if, apart. If
1: you're a fan listening of uh, the Montreal Canadiens or the Calgary Flames or the Edmonton Oilers or whatever team you happen to be a fan of and you hate the Vancouver Canucks, mm-hmm. guess what? There's no way that you could hate them more than I do right yeah, now. Or me. I mean, I think Canucks fans have the... Yeah. Like, it's...
3: I fucking detest them right now. Yeah. It's yeah. so... It's...
2: Horrible. It sucks because not only does your team blow and your management and organization is possibly one of the worst in the league. But it's, it's the worst. Uh, I don't know. Well, Boston's is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's actually, I think we got a mailbag question about that this week. We did the Don uh, Sweeney, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I, we're not going to answer. It's way too serious and it doesn't mention an athlete's dick. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it is the worst. Real good show worst. brought to you by Big Country's Dick. In a big country (laughs) with Brian Reeves' dick. Um, Yeah, but seriously... I know I agree like it's it's got to be hard for you guys because not only is your organization such a joke but then also like you have pretty much one of the worst fan bases in the league Aside I, from I like,
3: hate 90% of Canucks yeah, fans
2: right like it's awful They're so it's just got to be and that's the thing is I have nothing against like I know lots of hardcore Canucks fans who are awesome people and like you guys and whatever but that's yeah, like, you have to that's deal like
3: 3% with 3% of the fan it's base so small yeah, yeah. It's and been, a lot of big team fan bases are like that well but I really think I mean I we have the bias of being in Vancouver and stuff but, but Stephen, oh, it's definitely like you
1: do the HF board post of the week every week? Like you post on HF boards, obviously. Is I am under the impression that like criticizing the current regime is like a bannable offense. It, it yeah, my roommate just got banned from
3: HF boards. <laughs> he doesn't even know why. He said something about. Jim Benning, I guess, Being and dumb. yeah. And Maybe if you ever Jim go Benning to the, runs the Canucks subreddit, it's the funniest thing. It's like they're all just drinking the Kool Aid. It's it's hilarious. Well, their
1: like, their big thing this week. There's a couple things that we could talk about. They had some uh, exceptionally ill-timed tweets that, that went so out. Earlier oh like, man, early. that's
2: amazing. Yeah. Talk about good. Those are some great athlete tweets. <laughs> if if for you're people, not <laughs> for people who are not fans of the Canucks, if you're oh, not in BC, priceless.
1: Uh, the province is burning right now. We have been in like a drought for two or three months. and there are wildfires that are ravaging... The entire
3: it was on fire at, like at that
2: Chicago Cub pitchers' relatives.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was last last Sunday, I guess. The whole city—you couldn't go outside because there's smoke everywhere. Yeah. They advised you like keep your windows closed, don't breathe, wear your SARS masks, like yeah. do whatever you got to do.
2: I brought mine out. You and couldn't see more than, than two rolling blocks. Stones. It was
1: it was insane. And the Canucks tweet out uh, the, the prospect like uh, it's a team, team building exercise thing yeah. where they're all going to start a fire together. Genius. which which by the way there was a province wide like fire ban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fire bans all over the province.
2: And there's also the, uh, a the drought whole... warning in effect <laughs> and they were using a fire hose. Yes. Not to put out the fires that they started by the way. Just to blast. Just to just to feel But then good. so they
3: deleted the tweet and then and then tweet like an I apology. I think it's still there. I'm pretty sure it's still there. No, no I think they deleted it cuz they they apologized for it after. We sent out like this really ill-timed
1: tweet, you know, we're really sorry about it. and, and, that, I, and I only saw the apology worse. first and I was like they said something
2: like racist. Yeah. What, what's going on <laughs> yeah. on the Canucks Twitter? And then they, and then they changed their Twitter account <laughs> name by one letter. Who's the Vancouver it's like Jordan Van Canucks? Like Canucks won. Jordan. It Subhan wasn't us. <laughs> we the didn't
0: do black it. Black guy in the middle oh, of this that was, photo or that whatever. Was like, yeah. I,
1: I assumed that the team had done something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just starting a but fire or whatever. Those
3: big corporate Twitter accounts, when they tweet something bad and then do the big apology and all yeah. the apology tweets, that almost makes it worse. Well, you know, because then it's like it draws the attention to it. It's like just delete it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. You don't have to apologize. I mean, you're a sports team. Yeah. You're not a person. Right. You want to start yeah. a
2: fire, you go if, right ahead. If you're gonna start just apologizing for things, you have a lot yeah.
3: to
1: apologize
3: for. Yeah, exactly. And this is not the tweet one is near the bottom of the list. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Apologize for your entire team's existence. Now I didn't get to watch this because I've been on Hornby Island for the last week, but Stefan, you watched the live stream. It was of the, of uh, the Summer Summit, yes. which is a fan QA session with season ticket holders that went down you were actually supposed to be there
3: yeah and there was a miscommunication we didn't we didn't get the tickets i think they heard the, the podcast yeah, and just probably just refused why. your entry um but it was it was like watching someone on hf Ford said this it was like watching an episode of the british office it was because they they open up the floor to questions from the fans i don't know if they vet them before or not i'm not sure how it works Uh, They clearly did not vet No, but it was was Trevor Linden up on the stage with Jim Benning, Willie Desjardins, and uh, Victor Debonis, who's, I don't know, he does marketing or some shit for them. He was talking about, oh, we're going to have a sports bar in uh, Rogers Arena. Yeah. Everyone's like super stoked about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, it was like the first four or five questions were just brutal like one guy, one guy was like no these were like the real the questions real there was one guy uh beer and he he calls oh beer from Surrey Yeah, he calls, calls 1040 all, all, all the time he ripped them apart he was like yelling <laughs> yeah uh, he was dope like how do you how do you justify spending like 5 million dollars on a fourth line and he goes like not a first line not a second line <laughs> not a third line but a fourth line and at that point, I just kind of stopped watching the stream for a bit because I was like, "I cannot, I can't well, handle like,
1: this." This is—we are living in such an upside-down situation right now. This team has g- gone so far out of whack that one of the laughingstock callers of TSN Radio in Vancouver <laughs> is like a hero yeah. now. Tanbeer has him. gone from yeah. rags to riches overnight.
2: Well, and he ended up getting a one-on-one with yeah, Lyndon, yeah. Which, which is which hilarious. is its own form
1: of idiocy because Lyndon is like like. Being straight with him, trying to like say his concerns and be like, look, man, we tried to trade Chris Higgins. We offered him to every team in the league and no one will trade for him. It's like- why the fuck are you telling you ta- anyone that? Well, there was
3: an HF Boards poster who asked a question as well. Several questions. He got to go up and talk
1: as well, and they kind of corroborated. Yeah, the uh, poser. Temp- he's yeah. equally awful, and now he's a hero too. Well, what the
3: hell is going on I- here? I disagree with most of the stuff he posts on HF Boards, but his questions were fantastic. He asked about uh, John Wisebrod and like why he was brought in at all.
1: What, what does he even know about hockey? He was the general manager of the Orlando Magic. And he did the whole Ryan O'Reilly offer sheet
3: thing, which would have been maybe the dumbest, like, front office move in sports history because how it would have worked is my understanding is he was O'Reilly the KHL, would have gotten plucked off waivers. So, yeah, they would have lost their first round pick and probably some other picks too. First, yeah. second, and third. Yeah, yeah, and then O'Reilly would have gotten picked up by like Buffalo or something. By anyone. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that would have been so funny. So now
1: he's like running the Canucks. I'm pretty sure he's like racist too. Like, all of the basketball <laughs> players in Orlando were like, I'm done with this team oh, as God. long as he's a part of this. And, you know, most... Well, that's, yeah.
2: Might oh, as well God. bring him to Vancouver, world's most livable city that's currently on <laughs> I mean,
1: It did take them forever to sign Jordan Subban, though, so maybe he had something to do with that. But
3: anyway, uh, okay. Jim, Jim Benning did uh, make the, like, I cannot believe he made this statement. He literally said this. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking, but he said, yeah, we, uh, you know, because they mentioned Eddie Lack. There was a bit of an Eddie chant because everyone loves Eddie Lack.
0: He's Eddie, the best. Eddie,
3: <laughs> but anyway that's my that's my impression of a guy who
2: does uh no that's Uh, (laughs) my that's my impression of a guy doing an eddie chant who doesn't have any rhythm eddie eddie Eddie. that's a a damn good impression
3: thank you (laughs) but no jim benning literally said we yeah we had offers on ryan miller yeah. Why would you say that? This crowd is out for your blood. Oh, they violently booed And they him. started booing And that's like if you were like a witch back in like Salem or whatever. Well, that and was, there was like a witch hunter and they're like, hey, are you a witch? And the witch is like, oh yeah, I love doing like witch shit. And then you get burned at the stake. spells it's like, is my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, what was
1: he thinking?
2: I'm not a witch, but I've done witch stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, spells and shit.
1: I stirred a cauldron
2: once. Can we also just talk about the fact that were there really offers for Ryan Miller? I mean, come on. Who is there? Who's offering? Because we Ryan talked Miller about this right on
1: last week's show. Like they are making a big show, like he's their guy. But he, who would take him? No one would. The take only him. one I
3: could think of would maybe be San Jose for like a sixth round pick or something. Yeah, maybe.
2: That's but, it. But I could, and I would. I would no take return. that. You're getting no, no return. which is
3: fine. I would take that. Yeah. I would take like a ninth round pick, and that round doesn't exist anymore. That's Jim Banning probably doesn't know that, but yeah, no, he doesn't.
1: Yeah. But uh, that was like within the same breath. It was those very questions. He was asked two consecutive questions back-to-back. A, why was the trade return on the Eddie Lack deal so terrible? Which they got a third and seventh round pick.
2: Because Eddie's a backup.
1: And the second question was, why did you keep Ryan Miller? And his consecutive answers, if you stitch them together, are Ryan's like an all-star. Are, are like. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Well, well uh, the the strong offers that we were expecting for Eddie Lack never really materialized because, like, for some reason, teams around the league just don't see him as a starter. They see him as more of a backup. But I mean, we don't think that. We th- we, well, we wanted to get a starter offer back for him. The very yeah. next question, why did you keep Ryan Miller? Well, we thought Eddie was a backup. <laughs> <laughs> and here's
3: the thing I don't get is he was. There's a rumor that he was. He had like three or four like better offers from Western
1: teams for Eddie Lack. Yeah, I think and he Edmonton want to He him. doesn't want
3: to trade within the conference. Well, if he's a backup goalie, who gives a? Yeah, we fuck? have no.
1: We have no problem giving a top four defenseman and a second line center to Anaheim. Yeah, but <sighs> our backup goalie can't go to Edmonton. Are you kidding? Fuck. Yeah. Oh my god.
3: This Eddie.
0: Team. <laughs> Eddie.
2: Eddie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> God,
2: I love your team. <laughs> Suck it, Vancouver. R- oh, sorry. Thanks for Sean Mathias, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: let's get to the mailbag. Let's go to the Twitter
3: mailbag. Uh, okay. My, well, let's see. This one's not really a question. Um,
2: Who needs questions?
3: No, this is more of, a, I guess it's a statement. Um, this is my favorite one, though. Uh, this is from King of Piss. Uh,
2: <laughs> you and got he, some awesome followers. <laughs> and he, I still think at Butt Happers he's the GM to of be. the Canucks. So I, I, I said once
3: again, please send your sports questions my way. And he said, my dog is choking on a golf ball. #SportsCenter. <laughs> 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 uh, that Didn't was help. that was like three hours ago. So so, so the, dog the dog is dead. probably dead. Um,
2: but they got some serious offers for him. Yeah, <laughs> that's not
3: really. I mean, next time form it uh, as a question. Yeah. Uh, Hey, did you guys know that my dog is choking <laughs> on a golf ball? I don't and I
1: like that his first instinct was to just let us know. Yeah. Well, yeah
2: that's what we're all about, really I'm going to rush down there. Run to down to your local hospital. <laughs> get a number. Take a number get a pastrami. See,
1: I feel like if an animal is like choking on a golf ball though you need to like be at a golf course so that when you do the Heimlich maneuver and the ball flies out of their mouth it counts as a legal shot <laughs> into the hole.
0: That'd be pretty <laughs> that, dope.
1: Yeah. That'd be the greatest moment in golf
2: history. That'd be like the shittiest air bud movie. <laughs> I do like the concept of <laughs> choking on They just the bring ball. air bud out to golf and he can't and he can't uh, like he spits out the golf ball to drive it got, but then on the 18th hole for dramatic Effect. He just chokes on the golf ball. Now, the villain.
1: Sudden. The villain in the final, like climactic moment, has like spread some peanut butter on the golf ball. There you ball. go. Yeah. So he's choking. He's <laughs>
2: allergic to the golf ball now. And then someone gives him the Heimlich. It pops out. Goes in the hole. Uh, and the movie, everybody. Wins. Yeah. Everyone wins. That movie so, would PGA end with him wear. at the
3: vet. Like a forty thousand dollars surgery for this like intestinal blockage. Yeah, I love. Like, yeah, exactly. Balls stuck inside <laughs> him.
2: Airbud Seven Crash Course.
1: So, uh, great question, <laughs> King of Piss. <laughs> Hope your dog's okay.
2: You guys have any other uh, suggested titles for that Airbud? I think Crash Course is pretty good. Uh, right?
3: Airbud Dog Chokes to Death. <laughs> <laughs> It's not really a pun, I guess. No, it's but, not a pun at uh, all. But I
2: like it. We had serious office. Yeah, for that I part. I just
3: like the concept of someone asking a podcast for like medical advice, and it's like this <laughs> podcast is gonna be out, like two days later. Well, <laughs>
2: yeah, he he just just <laughs> joking, <laughs> to be fair, he didn't ask us for medical advice. He just let us stop joking. To be fair.
1: I got one here from uh, at Pinder. Pinder Joe Howell asks which sports reporters have banned you on Twitter and why? And he says that Bob McKenzie has banned him for defending Tony Gallagher. Now, I have a pretty. Oh,
2: I would. Ban- I want to. Can I go on? I've never met this Pinder guy in my life, but I'm going to ban him for defending <laughs> Tony Gallagher. I'm going to go. I'm just going to block him right now as we're speaking.
1: Uh, I have a pretty short list of reporters who have banned me. Damian Cox has banned me, which is curious Ooh, because. Cox like, blocked. I got Cox blocked. I don't think I've ever actually interacted with Damian Cox. I don't think I've added him ever. I've probably, like tweeted his name before which to me says that Damien Cox has like active searches going in tweet deck at all times for like Damien Cox sucks Damien Cox awful <laughs> Damien Cox worst like because I got banned by him somehow and that's no big loss because fuck that guy um and also uh Adam Proto from the Hockey News
0: oh I think <laughs> banned <laughs> me <is> once
1: <laughs> because the Hockey News did like a follow Friday of all of their writers and I was just in a <laughs> Sour mood at the time and reflo- <laughs> responded with, "Like, it's like, please follow all of our hilarious writers." And I replied with, "Why bother when you're just going to RT all of their shitty tweets, anyways?" <laughs> and Proto did not enjoy that. So Adam Proto follows
2: me. He's one of the few sports writers that follows me. He liked my comedy special. So well,
1: I regret sending that tweet.
2: So you maybe you can put the good see, word in. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, well, hey,
3: I, Jose Canseco unblocked me on Twitter because uh, someone asked him to he was in a he was either in a good mood that night or he was like high on like percocet or something both uh, yeah his, his finger Those had just fallen same for jose <laughs> the, the, the his finger doesn't. fell off and pressed the yeah. unblock button as it the fell. reason he blocked me is because i drew a picture of him sucking his own dick <laughs> uh, and the story of how i got to drawing Hard that picture, hitting analysis yeah was i i tweeted <laughs> out uh if this gets 100 retweets I will draw a picture of Jose Canseco sucking his own dick, and Jeff O'Neill retweeted that tweet for some reason.
2: <laughs> That's a local Vancouver radio person. or, or O-dog. Odog. Yeah, oh, yeah, not O-dog not, not,
3: not the fox the guy, the actual hockey oh, player, oh, wow, which is even okay. better. Okay, yeah. yeah, of course
2: he would tweet that out. Uh, that anyway, it was
3: a very explicit picture too. Like he's got his legs kind of back. Anyway. It was, <laughs> Yeah,
2: much respect. But
3: uh, Bill Simmons is—that's the big one. That's the big fish. Is Bill Simmons blocked me uh, because I hate Bill Simmons talking about hockey? I don't mind some of his other stuff, but his hockey—it's. Oh my god Because he basically admitted To being a huge bandwagon fan He yeah, started he, liking Boston again Like f- when they went to the finals He frames
1: himself As like this hockey expert And now he's
3: a Kings fan as well Because he lives in LA And his kids and love both kids, The Bruins yeah. and the Kings yeah. And it's like Oh fuck yourself Well and he writes
2: about hockey With this like nostalgic air yeah. About it When it's like You don't even li- Like yeah Like he started liking hockey When both his teams Became We're good, good. Again. Yeah. Patrick you know, Beverly like, is his favorite player Yeah, <laughs> yeah Like it just doesn't even make sense Like so Yeah it's so weird when he's like, oh, I remember the old days, like going to the rink. And I'm like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? But I actually think, uh, I don't think any sports writers have blocked me. I don't think anyone has blocked me in the history of Twitter, to be honest. I've never gone on someone's profile and been I got, like, you are blocked. I got blocked just the
1: other day by a prolific uh, Canucks tweeter, Brown Tabure, for calling Jim Benning a garbage man. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I got mad at me. I, I think maybe I he is said, a garbage man. So. I think I, I
3: compared Jim Benning to like a toilet. I was like, he's like if a toilet was a GM. If like a GM, <laughs> if there was like an office, I was like the GM of Vancouver Canucks and you go in and there's like a toilet. Well,
1: that was the, the question I wanted. If I had gotten tickets to go to the Summer Summit, I really wanted to ask Jim Benning, like Jim. If he was a toilet? Love your work. <laughs> Big fan of what you're doing with the team. And in fact, I really want to work for you. Should I drop my resume off in a toilet? <laughs> my question was just going to be like, man,
3: like go, like suck my dick, go fuck yourself, man. Like, it's not really a question. Like, um, but more you of a just spin. wanted yeah. to get my tossed, tossed, basically. Yeah. My
2: question would have been, my dog is choking with the
3: <laughs> golf ball. <laughs> Uh, But the reason Bill Simmons blocked me was uh, Game 6, Chicago-Boston Stanley Cup Finals, when Dave Bolin scores, like, they score, like, the two goals, like, 20 seconds apart to win the Stanley Cup. Bill Simmons tweets out, stomach punch. And I reply to him with, which season of Melrose Place does this compare to? And then he just, like... (laughs)
1: immediately blocked.
3: that's a great Melrose place right <laughs>
2: well reference. we've
1: like Stefan and I initially started talking about a podcast like pretty much explicitly for the purpose of making fun of Bill Simmons basically yeah we have not but, done enough but of the, that well, then he show. got fired and like I kind of like him now a little bit. I, you know what? Like, I, I, He's a fine writer. Yeah,
3: I like his basketball stuff. It's just more the hockey stuff, and I think it was like the perfect storm of like when he was like ragging on Vancouver and stuff. It's like I don't care when sports writers rag on the Canucks. Calling the
1: Sedin's like the most hateable players and the in Sedin, the Sedin sisters and
3: stuff. But it's like I don't mind if like a reporter who kind of like knows something about hockey or actually cares about hockey is making fun of the Canucks. But if it's a guy who's like bandwagon jumping on Boston and LA and then is making fun of Vancouver, it's like you haven't earned that right. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, earn it. Yeah. Come well, to the summer summit. I feel like <laughs> e- you got.
1: everybody was like piling on him when he got suspended originally for being like, you know, area man says obvious thing. <laughs> and like, cause uh, you old know, man, yells at nothing that he said about Roger Goodell is like groundbreaking, but in the end you have to respect it because as we've seen from Keith Olbermann getting fired as well, you can't last at ESPN if you have any sort of criticism for the commissioner of, yeah. of the NFL, which is absolutely absurd, but uh, yeah. So some respect in the end, begrudgingly. Yeah, that Thanks was a good. Sentence. That was a good question, though. I have it to say. was. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Yeah, yeah so I
2: guess I'll try and work on getting blocked by someone. So yeah, step to up talk your... Well, time. Steve Simmons, I think, it's offensive. fairly
3: easy to get blocked by.
2: That's true. Yeah, I could be blocked by him. I tweet at him a lot and Damien Kahn. I'm surprised I'm not blocked by both of them. Yeah, I thought I they, might get blocked by Sydney LaRue. I know she blocks a lot of people. Not that she's a sportscaster, but I thought I was going to get blocked by
1: her. Well, you had a hilarious World tweet. Cup.
2: Yeah, for my World Cup tweet. She tweeted a picture of the U.S. Women's World Cup team winning, and she was like, it doesn't get any better than this. And then... I uh, quoted that tweet, and then I said, well, it's probably better if you actually play in the game. (laughs) And I was was pretty sure that I was going to get blocked, but I can still follow her and her dog, uh, who she's also created a separate Twitter account for. Oh, I love when people do that. Uh, Oh, it's the best. Well, because you
3: know what? There's no way to tweet pictures of your dog on your own account. You're not allowed to. It's in the Twitter terms and services. It's like if you have a pet, you have to make a separate account for them. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. No, I'm no. Oh, okay. (laughs) Shit. God, you can
2: tell I had my wisdom teeth pulled this week. I'm a little slow on the update. <laughs> my body is full of Advil and penicillin.
0: Uh,
3: we've got some more questions. Okay. Yeah, let's take uh, a couple uh, more. How
2: long have we been going? I feel like we're around our, our limit here. No, we can go a little bit longer. Okay, I, well, think. I mean, I know people obviously want to hear us talk more. But About choking dogs and choking dogs. other things.
1: We're at 51 minutes. Oh,
2: perfect. we got lots of time. Yeah. Load it up. Let's go.
3: Uh, we have... Uh, from 80X7, who I think asked a good question last week. That was, he asked the, uh, the one about the boxing entourage. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a good question. This, isn't, this is, I guess it's a question. Please recast Jumanji with your favorite athletes. Jumanji? Yeah.
2: Oh, why? <sighs> that movie sucks.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say that, uh, like, as the, we talked earlier about the DeAndre Jordan emoji gate, and somebody jumped into the fray, with an emoji of their own. It was um, uh, Chris Miller or Phil Lord. Phil Lord. Yeah. D- writer-director of the Lego movie, 2122 Jump Street, Clone High, Clouded with a Chance Last to Last Man balls. on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Hilarious dude. And he tweeted at DeAndre Jordan the emoji of a film camera, which to me is like him making the offer to make DeAndre Jordan a movie star. And I never knew that I wanted this before, but... Miller and Lord writing and directing Space Jam 2. With with DeAndre and, like, Blake. They're
3: so funny. Yeah. Um, Have you seen, uh, going back to Norm Macdonald, he had the sports show, which was, like, kind of like the daily show, but with sports or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he had them on for an episode. And I think it was just – I forget what it was, but it was Blake Griffin – had like Norm McDonald's voice for some reason and okay. it was the fucking funniest well, thing
1: Blake is actually legit hilarious yeah. and will do like improv at UCB quite a bit really you know, like, yeah I mean, he plays for the Clippers and well
2: and the live read of the Space Jam he'll uh, pop in and
1: do like a, as a guest improviser yeah. on like Ben Schwartz like Snow Pants show quite a bit yeah, yeah. and yeah if you haven't seen the video of him and DeAndre doing a live read at UCB of the original Space Jam script it's great with Blake as Jordan and DeAndre as basically every other basketball player in the movie, and his Charles Barkley impression is hilarious. (laughs) Like, it's... It's really great. Those Solid, guys are hilarious. hilarious. But yeah, I would. Uh, I want to see DeAndre Jordan and uh, Blake in, Griffin in, in yeah. anything. In basically. Jumanji, yeah, in Jumanji. Yeah.
2: So, but which? Okay, but there's only like Robin Williams. I think is the only adult in it, really, right? Okay. So like, yeah. who, So which? So who would play? Well, the kids. I got an IMDb. I haven't seen this in so Blake, long. Blake would be. I got to see what roles we have. in Blake this would thing.
1: definitely be Robin Williams, and uh, DeAndre would be Kristen Dunst.
2: And yeah, I
3: could. That would work. Kirsten for me. Dunst. Yeah, sure. Uh, could
2: you play as, like show you could have, like some Monet
3: Davis? as Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> it got 39 percent on Metacritic.
2: And... Oh, Bonnie Hunt is the mom, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Hope Solo, Jonathan Hyde, in the Bonnie Hunt role.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I went, I rewatched that recently or part of it, and uh, does
2: it still suck?
3: Well, I don't know. It's a pretty dumb concept in the yeah, first place. Well, I want to really see dumb. Paul
1: Pierce as the star of Zethura. Which is that, is just oh, Jumanji was that like a sequel space. or was it like, it was like a space. spiritual successor sort of? Yeah, it's like, based on like a the, the next book that the guy who wrote Jumanji wrote. This guy's wrote. like, oh, I he need really to somehow like, fit out. like a board game into... Like, yeah, because it's the perfect merchandising yeah. option. I had the board game of Jumanji after the movie So did here. I. Yeah. That so movie would never happen today though because kids like don't play board games anymore. Like it's just kids. too bad. Sport yeah.
3: games are dope. It would be like people our age playing like a cursed like Settlers of Catan board or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Settlers of Coquitlam. Um, <laughs> so yeah, who's I your star? Who's
1: your sports star of Jumanji? Uh, is NBA players? He said no. Uh, just any athletes. Athlete. Yeah. But yeah. This is tough. Man. I want that Miller Lord Space Jam movie so bad. I yeah, I really. Well, they're doing um, an animated Spider Man movie is their next thing, and they yeah, also yeah, just yeah. got tapped to do the. Uh, Han Solo that's right Star the spin-off Wars anthology yeah,
3: which will be wonderful
1: yeah um, those guys don't fuck around
3: fuck no I,
2: uh, I I'm uh, yeah i kind of stumped here
3: I'd say Shaquille O'Neal in every part yeah that's a great call Luongo yeah. would probably be Could pretty never go good wrong, too he would that? do well He'd I get think, very yeah. razzled
1: and like him coming out of the game with like his rugged playoff beard would be great yeah
3: to go like have diarrhea <laughs> I'll Which is it. hilarious. He comes out of the board game and <laughs> it's just like, like I got to shit so bad. <laughs> 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 it's been 30 years. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, okay. I guess that question kind of just reminded me of Jumanji and how, like, that, yeah, I'm not a huge Jumanji fan. To no, be it
2: sucked, yeah. yeah. So, good question, but bad movie choice. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just going to say... Roger Federer in the Robin Williams role, just because I don't care. And uh, who in the Kirsten Dunst role is Serena Williams? Let's just make it an all-tennis affair. Neither of them can act. It'll be the worst movie of all time. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So how's that for an answer to your shitty question? <laughs>
3: <laughs> to be, we like your questions. You asked a good one last week, too. But it's more the Jumanji thing, I think, that was,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm not. This is just all jokes. <laughs> all jokes. Don't
3: don't be discouraged. Yeah. Although, we'll I know this Cam Davey hasn't yeah. sent in a question since yeah. I told
2: him not to ask about serious <laughs> sports Maybe he blocked you, actually. Yeah, he probably did. I'm going to check right now.
3: You have uh, another one there, Stefan? I, I'm i just looking because there's a lot of questions okay. where it's like, uh, what are sports? Which okay. is like hilarious. Yeah, I got one. Um, yeah, people
2: send that in every week. Yeah. Oh, so, this is our new... This is our new um, uh, our new thing, uh, our new advice to listeners out there: uh, What you know is what sports? sports? Are. Uh, what is sports is not funny. It's a yeah. shit question. You know what?
3: Maybe the fourth time it happens, like next week, maybe it'll be funny then. Maybe that's what they're banking yeah. on. Yeah, it's like it's it gets—it's one of those things. It's, it's like the, the sideshow, story of Everest. It's sideshow Bob with the rakes, where it's like, okay, uh, and then it gets funny again, right? Although I guess this was okay. never funny to start.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Okay, keep sending them in. Yeah, I got one keep from
3: annoying
1: Z- us from Zach Goodman, who asks us to play the fuck Mary kill game with Allison Bree, Ronda Rousey, and Lucas Biza.
2: Well, that's just not even fair. Why would you even include Lucas Pisa? That's an auto kill.
3: Uh, yeah, I'll do kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Lucas Biza, Lucas Biza, Lucas
0: Pisa. Okay. Once what again, is joke, your, his contract, his This contract. week we haven't had our official to, uh, what uh, you would
2: do to uh, get Lucas Pisa off of the Canucks. It was hit by a car, then it was... Uh, oh, like what I would do personally. Yeah, yeah, then it was fall downstairs. No, so I think is... last
3: week it was I would pay to get hit by yeah,
2: a car. Yeah, pay to get hit by a car. Okay, okay, so what is it this week? What's your official...
3: Uh, oh, God. Um, what would I do to get Lucas Pisa off the Canucks this week? Um... I would, I would like, uh, like hammer a nail down like the hole of my dick. <laughs> oh my
2: God, that's worse than getting hit by a car. Oh, I want to do this. Yeah. Someone should have asked that at the summer yeah. summit. I would love For that. Sure. Oh, like, re- you would actually do that? I do not care I enough think, about my I think my there'd team. be a
1: way to do it. Like it'd be a, ah. a thin enough nail. I would. Ooh. I would probably oh. like cliff jump into. Water that was much more shallow than I thought. I have a funny story about that. Where uh,
3: my friend, I know it's going to be funny. No, this (laughs) is a funny funny. story about cliff jumping into really shallow water. (laughs) My my friends went camping, uh, off on Vancouver Island somewhere, and uh, they're they're going to go cliff jumping. Yeah. And uh, and then my buddy's about to jump in, and he's and he's like, oh, okay, dinner's ready. Let's let's go eat dinner first. So they go eat dinner for like two hours. They're getting like hammered, and then they're like, oh, well, let's let's go jump into the water off the cliff again. And I guess he forgot about like the concept of like tides and how like water like kind of like goes in and out right and so it looked the same but it was like substantially shallower (laughs) and so he just leaps into the water and like doesn't like go underwater and like fucks up his foot and it's just like no one else jump in then my buddy jumped in anyway kind of like off to the side but he missed like a week of school and he got like a doctor's note and didn't have to like go to school he missed all these like tests and stuff but he had like a doctor's note because he got drunk and jumped off a cliff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway,
2: that's my cliff jumping story. Guy from my high school got drunk and jumped off a bridge and died.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna marry Allison Brie because duh. Yeah, and I'm gonna uh, kill. Uh, actually, no, I'm just gonna fuck Allison Brie. I'm gonna kill Ronda Rousey because it's probably self defense, and I'm gonna marry Lucas Biza because. We, he deserves love sometimes as a wow. human being he's a nice it only guy. took you to episode a, 3 to turn it around as yeah. a person as a person i'm marrying him as a person I think I'm, I'm killing I, him as a hockey yeah, player
3: yeah i'm moving more towards anti jim Benning than anti yeah. uh, lucas Yeah, cuz lucas can't help it That's you fair. know exactly. it's like it's he's like a dog you know <laughs> you can't get mad at a dog for peeing when he's been like left inside
1: all day you Yeah. you want to like give him a smack on the nose yeah. and you're like he doesn't oh, know any better yeah it's fine
2: um, I would uh, F Ronda Rousey, obviously, because you Who can only we?
1: get off on an arm bar, basically.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah, have you seen like, Ronda Rousey
3: uh, like busting that guy's like rib or whatever? Oh, she's the nuts! Guy, that like dickhead who's like, oh, like, girls can't fight, and then like Ronda Rousey yeah. just like drops him. It's I like love the best her. thing I I've lo- ever I see. think
2: she's the best. Like I know a lot of people hate her. I think she's the greatest. She's awesome. I would want to. Hang out with her. I I'm so curious about how she sexes. Uh, I just think it would be so interesting. Uh, and then yeah, obviously you marry Alison Brie. Uh, and then you um, and then yeah, I guess I'd kill Lucas Pisa. I mean I don't know with a gun. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. his contract. <laughs> I, I, his I contract. Emphasize.
3: I want to emphasize we're talking about his contract. All right, we'll go hey, back to Stefan for the next One question. more.
2: This should be our last one, I think, eh? Hey? Uh,
3: let's see if I can find it. I didn't get very many good ones this week because my followers all suck ass.
2: <laughs> well, guys, pick it up.
3: Uh, let's see here. Um, do you like sports? Okay, that's really – I think guys, a lot of people it.
1: wanted to know if Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. You which got is, that a couple times. Which is like
3: a PFT commenter thing. And, uh I can't... That's his wheelhouse, you know? Like, I don't yeah. want to, like, edge in on that. Because that's, like that's no. his thing. Yeah. Um,
1: I can answer you can, it. You can only have, like, elite. There needs oh. to be, like, less than three.
3: Uh, my buddy, Brant, at uh, BH underscore. Uh, brilliant. He's yeah, brilliant. I like he's great. Great. Follow him for Good sure. Good guy. Uh, he asks, is there a way to stop being a fan of a team after 25 years? And the answer to that is... Uh, well, I mean, unfortunately, it's kind of no. all we've talked about on this. But like, I'd yeah. get hit by a car. You know, that would stop me from being a fan of this team. If I died, I guess, okay, right? yeah, yeah the, if you got yeah. killed, yeah, yeah.
1: And if I died from the cliff jumping, I guess because I be guess if I thing. if I hammered a nail
3: like into my dick, that I I'm mean, doing it because I love the team, right? But yeah, it's not because I hate the
1: team. And well, you just. Get that tetanus that spread out yeah. of your dick. No, it's like
3: just well, I think just a just. it's a clean
1: nail.
2: That's the thing with sports <laughs> not is it's a like monster.
1: Well, how are you gonna die from I'm it not then? A
2: monster. Well, I assume the. Dick- <laughs> I need you to sterilize this nail before <laughs> I, I hammer yeah. it into my urethra. Yeah,
3: it could be thin <laughs> enough too, right? Like I think I'm not talking like one of those fucking monster nails, right? Like, and if I. Just, you know, I don't. Yeah, it could probably just
2: slip right in. If I oh man, do you think if you hammered a nail into your dick that you would just like you wouldn't be able to hold? <laughs> that you wouldn't be able to hold your piss in. Like it would just because you'd like theoretically possibly widen your urethra. I think you stop your pee somewhere different. Well, no, but, like wouldn't it just like the, fall the out of the head of
3: the nail? Would like. Kind of blocked. Oh, you're, well, keep block- it oh you're keeping it in you there. You keep it in as like a. Cork? Oh, I thought you just nail it in and then as take a it out. How am I getting it out of there? There's well, no- the,
2: the same way you put it. Well, I guess not the well, same you way. Turn you turn the it hammer in and around yeah, and, you and just-
3: like scoop it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I
2: would. You're gonna keep it in there? Well, well this is assuming, a brand like, new revelation. Yeah. <laughs> I would hammer a nail into my dick and, and keep it in there. But yeah. So how are you gonna pee and and?
3: I guess I'm just not. Oh my! Okay, yeah. so you're gonna or die. Like, so um, you're gonna die. That's how. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: you're gonna die from uh, like the pee, like pee poisoning. Well,
3: my understanding of the human body is that if uh, you block your pee hole, the pee comes out your butt.
2: <laughs> really. I don't know. My mom's going <laughs> to correct me on yeah, that. Yeah, we got to get your mom <laughs> in. Our on celebrity, this. Or, our, or rather, our,
1: athlete dick experts. Yeah, we need mom. our nurse. Yeah. going to weigh yeah. in on we this. We need one. our
2: nurse to tell it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That is a, actually a leg- I want to know the so, answer to that. Mom, if you block. When,
3: when you listen to this, phone me right away and tell me if you block your pee hole, does <laughs> the pee pee come out your butt?
2: Does she, <laughs> does she listen to this? Is she going to call you? She, she will, I guarantee. You. I'm going
3: to. I'm gonna get a call. I don't know Tuesday probably. like, Stefan, don't be such a don't be so obscene.
2: <laughs> uh, that's, I, think, I thought i
3: taught you better than that. Like she's she'll be mad at me. I think.
2: <laughs> I think you would. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't. I shouldn't even speculate because I don't know the answer. I well, bet you it does though.
3: What? I just like the. I saw. Uh, I was helping a friend look for uh, an apartment and. We get to this place and there's like 50 cats out front and there's like a sandbox that they're all just like peeing in. And this cat just like lifts its tail up and pees like, it looks like it's coming straight out of its ass. And it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, this is a sports podcast, right? Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay hey. so,
2: so this brings up another question. If you did block your urethra and you had to pee out of your butt. Would it be like when you have diarrhea, or would it be like a pee stream? <laughs> it's, like it's just uh, normally supposed to come out of your penis, but it comes out of your butt.
1: It's the white sauce at Fresh Slice. <laughs> oh
3: my god! I think it would be more like it would, no, it would just be pee, right? But I think
2: See, cause to, that's what I'm saying. Had yeah. to work it, a
3: Fresh Slice dig in here somehow. Yeah, it
2: took us an hour and a bit. <laughs>
3: I think it might just leak out, you know, because I don't know your butt's not really designed for for peeing, right? No, I it's know, but whole, that's what yeah. I'm saying.
2: Maybe it would change the composition of your butt somehow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, there's no question. This is the last episode of the show. Okay
1: well, okay. well, we'll get back to Brant's original question, which was about can how to pee out your can, butt and, <laughs> yeah. 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 How do you un- unfollow you? a team? Yeah. After 25 years, and the answer uh, apparently is to take the most beloved player in franchise history, let them walk in off the street with no experience whatsoever. Well, he ran a gym. And go to town, and that is apparently the way. To do I'm it. impressed with that turnaround. It took like a year for a lot of the fans to hate
2: Lindor. I can't remember uh, someone ever pissing on their legacy so badly. It's, he's yeah.
1: basically pissed out of his own butt all over his jersey <laughs> retirement. Exactly. It's yeah. It's it's really sad. I.
3: Feel it like, is sad because yeah.
2: like people in the city... but here's the thing. It is honestly. It's like you know how uh, sometimes like there'll be a bad call by a referee. And then, like, a goal will go in and you'll be like, oh, well, the puck doesn't lie or the ball doesn't lie. Like, the ref shouldn't have made that call or whatever. I feel like this is kind of, like, apropos because Linden was never really that good of a player. Like let's call it what it is. I mean, everyone loves everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, it's you know, true. Everyone in the city loves him, but he wasn't that. Would you compare good. him to like
3: Wendell Clark or something?
2: Yeah, I don't think Wendell Clark is that good either. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. I it, yeah, it's the same Where kind of deal. Like, but we yeah. didn't retire Wendell Clark's number, and we really? don't. Yeah, no, that's surprising. Not. The Leafs have only just retired two numbers just ever, the name all their dogs like after him. Yeah. yeah, the Leafs have retired two numbers, uh, both for players who died: Sil Apps and, uh, Tim and Bill Barilko.
3: Oh no! Yeah, right. He yeah disappeared, disappeared that, that summer.
2: Yeah, yeah. But so that's the thing is, uh, or no? Maybe it was Ace Bailey. I think it was Ace Bailey because it's two and four. Which is like such them. a cool name. Yeah. Right. Obviously. Yeah. So you, I think it was Apps and Ace Bailey was the the number. I could be corrected on that, but I think that's right. But anyway, they've only retired two numbers. The Canucks just trying to jam jerseys up in the rafters. I think and we they, got four retired. Yeah, they,
3: Smeal, Linden, Nasland, Burray. Burray. Yeah and maybe
1: one of those doesn't actually belong there yeah
3: I would, yeah, fuck. Oh, well, that's a tough Smeal, call. Smeal, for sure. It just, it looks. I don't like having. I don't think we should have that many banners up in our. Uh, there should be. I want to go and just be ashamed every time like <laughs> I go. To, I want to be, be I reminded am when I see what's on the ice, but I want to look up in the rafters and yeah, you want to be
2: ashamed everywhere. Because yeah.
3: for what always happens is there's a quick split second where I'm like, oh, did they, did they like win a Stanley Cup? Oh no, those are like Northwest oh, no. Division it's banners.
1: Sven like, Butenbach's yeah. number has been retired. <laughs> nice,
2: good weapons. <reference. laughs>
1: Second best
2: fan Lee Gorin. Lee Gorin. So this is what I'm saying. I just think it's like the Canucks fan base, it's it's coming back. It don't lie. You should, well, have never villi- you should have never uh, revered Lyndon in the first well, place. Well,
1: we talked about the Canucks Twitter account earlier. I put out the question on Twitter earlier this week about, like, if anyone actually likes their favorite team's Twitter account or if official team accounts were just put on this earth to,
2: to haunt us. I basically. like mine because it follows me. Really? <laughs> at Maple Leafs.
0: There it, you
1: go. They're pretty
3: good with uh, interacting with, with they're, fans. They're That's very like, good with interacting with fans, and, and they yeah. give away stuff every yeah. game. Like, yeah. every
2: game you predict who scores the first goal, and then they give away signed jerseys and all that kind That's of awesome. stuff. That's awesome. Well, it's like, a very boring account. All, all the feedback
1: they, that I got was from, you know, Flames and Leafs and Canucks fans being like, I hate my own team's account. And then to me, it's like, is anything that they actually do that offensive or do we just like hate our team i think so it's more the, we're the hating of
3: the team because even the ones yeah. that are like
1: the funny accounts or whatever yeah. it's like
3: i've said this before is it, if some random fan was tweeting it that wouldn't be funny it's the context it's because a team's account is tweeting it. it's not like it's particularly clever and whoever
1: of taught official team accounts how to like post excited gifts oh my god i hope this person <sighs> just dies in a fire
3: oh in a forest <sighs> fire I'm really mad now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it is a death weird... on someone else. That's what <laughs> well, we do every week. The thing week is on the too. Show. It's
2: like you're. It's <laughs> just some. Yeah, it's true. It's some like. Uh, it's just kind of a weird deal because you just know it's like some nerd that just like sits in a team <laughs> office and is getting paid twenty two thousand dollars a year to like tweet shit bag like like oh you're so oh look at that you're so but there's no balance right like if you have just a boring straightforward team account you're like oh mine mine never says anything cool or funny like like the other ones but then your team does try to do the like funny thing and then you're like oh god this is the number one thing that painful. pisses
1: me off on the Canucks account is like during games they were playing Calgary and Calgary scores they'll be like flame score all lowercase yeah. <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up like because yeah. I hate when like announcers do that yeah. too like the
3: Colorado play by play guys yeah that's the best. I remember Beexa scored like I was either a game-winning goal or like a game-time goal with like 30 seconds left, and it was like a super exciting game. And the guy just went from like the Kevin BX. Canuck score. Yeah, I, which you know what I, I said. I hate that. I actually kind
1: of like that. Yeah, I like that. It's a really lot. funny. Well, like the Dallas Stars guys like act like they're like the president has been shot every I, time. Th- I,
3: yeah. I love scores. I love Dallas's play-by-play yeah, play, uh, with uh, Razor and Razor. Uh, yeah. I don't know the other guy. Razor's the one I. Yeah, yeah. Razor
2: and uh, Bill. Uh, no, I don't know. But Some uh, guy. Yeah. Some guy. But He's yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, there's this whole thing about, like, announcers can't be homers. And I think, like, why not? Yeah, like, that's cheers. just so stupid. Like, you, you, especially in this day and age, like, you can get any broadcast you want. Like, at, at, at all of the, like, Game Center, MLB TV, whatever, you can choose which broadcast team you want to listen to. So they might as well be, like, ridiculously blatant yeah. homers. That's what I tune into the game to cheer for that team, like, who gives a shit. And then and then especially, like, all the journalists will shit on other countries, too. Like, I don't know if you saw that during, like, the Women's World Cup or whatever. I saw a few tweets where people were like, oh, and, like, all the country so-and-so's journalists are, like, cheering because they just scored. Like, ugh. Yeah, who, who gives a shit? Yeah, like yes, they should. They're from that fucking country. I don't want to renounce my citizenship yeah. just because I'm being paid. And that's the thing. Like, and the thing is, ultimately, deep down, you know, like Jim Houston hates the Leafs. Let's and loves the Canucks. Yeah, and loves the Canucks. Like, I taught his daughter, and, and I told his daughter right to her face. I'm like, you tell your dad he needs to get his shit together because <laughs> he clearly <laughs> hates the Leafs. He needs to stop working. But,
1: like, I love listening to him call Canucks games yeah, why because wouldn't he's you? so passionate about it. Yeah,
2: you. Well, that's what I'm saying. You already know where their allegiance lies. Why not just throw it right yeah, out on the a- table? Cheer. Let it happen and insult. Like, I want to hear that. I want to hear them be like, well, l- look at this dick bag on the <laughs> other team, uh, got as the puck in the zone. And, like, I would love to hear that. Yeah. Just like, Flames score. Oh, and it's Duncan oh, look Keith at that. scoops
1: up the puck in his own zone. What up? A- Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: I love John Garrett.
3: That's why I love John Garrett too. Because John Garrett's also like this like but bumbling he old man. And but yeah. he, every year he he calls the he predicts the Canucks are going to win the Stanley Cup and like the, the single the year. preseason panel every
1: year, but, which yeah. I love. Yeah, why wouldn't you do that? And, and Garrett loves cheese more than any yeah. sports craft dinner. So ketchup, any, any any craft product, any really. sort of melted cheese yeah. with tomato.
3: Yeah. And him and Shorty talking about food is like the fucking funniest oh, thing. the
1: best part of every single game on Sportsnet yeah. is it's the not the Safeway featured product, sure. yeah. And I actually, we had a at BCIT when I was a student there. It's Sportsnet day, everybody from like the Canucks broadcast came in, and we got to ask panel questions and whatnot. My question was for John Garrett: uh, Do you sample all of the Safeway featured products <laughs> then before you talk about them? And his answer, which is how he answers most questions that Shorthouse asks him on the broadcast, was just. Yes, <laughs> he's like I do the shopping in my household, and I go to Safeway and pick up all the featured products.
2: It's good so, to know that you are making uh, good use of your uh, yeah your I, degree time. I didn't
1: want to know like any sort of how do you handle a situation well,
2: like this. I to be fair, know. John Garrett's not the guy you should be asking yeah, anyway, so you might as well ask him about what type of Velveeta uh, you, 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 you like the most. Lots of
1: cheese.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. Well, I think that wraps up the mailbag. I
1: I have one more tweet that will transition us out of the mailbag. It's not actually a question. And into
2: the end
0: of this? Yes. During last
1: um, week's program, we talked about... Placing bets on when I would oh, break
0: right. oh, yeah. with Crosby's skates. Yeah, yeah. So
1: we did get one guess
0: from Crosby's,
2: Stephen C. What did I say? I said like real early, hey? I, said, I like,
1: think I said October or whatever.
3: Yeah, you said you October. Said
2: Halloween. Halloween, right. I think I said like episode nine, didn't Which I? Which is
1: probably not long from now. Yeah, um, no, I know Stephen that. C. weighs in and says, Justin will love being Crosby so much that he never takes the skates off. It goes from cute to sad <laughs> to maddening. They last until episode 69. <laughs> And I have to weigh in with a breakup breakdown. We're still together. Episode three. Okay, shit. I thought was it was a pause co- yeah, there. Yeah. I thought I was
2: like, oh, my God, I was right already.
1: <laughs> well, I was curious how the last episode would go over, given that we bet on the destruction of our relationship. And she actually loved that. She did have some criticism of the podcast, though. She did say, uh, you know, betting on our breakup, totally fine. But uh, did, you, did you guys have to make, like, so many jokes about Hitler? Like, come on. Like, well, it's better well, than saying, like, good things <laughs> about
3: Hitler. Yeah, exactly. That's the alternative. I think we
2: took a real stand yeah. last week. I don't know what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, no.
3: We're <laughs> firmly anti-Hitler here. Yeah. Real good show. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's the, uh, the breakup breakdown for this week, and we will turn things over to Stefan with the HF Board's Post of the Week. I'm gonna be honest here. I was unable to find
3: like a really good one, and I basically what I do is I just go to Bowie Horvat's post history, and and read his stuff. And, They're on vacation. Yeah. So he had he had one thing today where he said, and I don't know how this would work. Um, I'd like to hear his his reasoning behind this. Pooping out
1: of his own butt or <laughs> pissing rather. <laughs>
3: He, he said, uh, I wish we had a stats guy crunch some data on how many casual fans there are compared to hardcore fans. So I, I don't know if this guy too. knows how, like, stats work or, like, data, what data is. Or, or if stats. he's ever heard of, yeah.
1: like, the no true Scotsman argument.
3: Yeah. Like, no one's going to – yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's, like, the dumb hf 4s Which I mean, it's really, at this point, it's the Bully Horvat post of the week. All right, I love that guy. So Bowie we can rename the, the segment. So we'll
2: take an unofficial Twitter poll. If you'd like to write in at Real Good Show on Twitter, please tell us whether you are a casual fan or a hardcore fan, and we'll report back with the results. Next in week. next yeah. week's
1: Bowie Horvat post of the week. <laughs> All right. I think we can move into one good thing. And this oh
2: is shit! I always forget always, we do this.
1: Remember, it's it's one good thing. Just. It is. I, yeah. I oh yeah. Last thing.
2: week you were a joke. Last I week I picked the five good and things, then I, and
1: then I picked a bird dancing across the street. Oh, Several good things. God. Uh, I, yeah. I'll,
2: you're I'll like, oh, first. here's one good thing. I mean, it's not going to be my official one good thing. <laughs> it's but...
1: a uh, runner-up. <laughs> oh, Anyways, God. this is the the positive cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. Things we actually like, whether they are related to sports, pop culture, whatever they happen to be. One good thing. Uh, my one good thing
3: is uh, it's this PS4 game that just came out. It's called... It's on computer too. It's called Rocket League. And it's essentially uh, rocket-powered car soccer. And you're in this like arena and it's like three on three, four on four. And your car can basically like fly with its like rocket boost. You can do like jumps and flips and stuff. And there's this big soccer ball and two huge nets at either end in this arena. And the arena's covered. You can drive on like the ceiling and the walls and shit. And you're just trying to hit balls. It's like a soccer game but with rocket-powered cars. And it is fantastic i have not had this much fun playing a multiplayer game in like is it like a
2: like an app style game like you download it for like 10 bucks or whatever or is it an actual disc
3: it's if you have ps plus uh it's free this month Oh okay and it's also on pc it's like 20 bucks i think but it's it's well worth it because you can like upgrade your car and stuff and my car has a little like hat it's got a crown dope uh and it's when you do a boost, like money comes out the back in this like cloud. It's fantastic. What but you, it's it's so much fun. What are you doing after the show? I really want to play that. We should we should go play it. <laughs> Legitimately, like I played probably for like four hours yesterday. My buddy came over, and you could do like split screen and like no, it's it's amazing. Okay, yeah. So I, I recommend Rocket League.
2: It reminds me of uh, one of my favorite games, underrated games of all time, Sega Soccer Slam for uh, Nintendo oh. GameCube. I just recently repurchased it off of eBay because I uh, I think I just rented it back in the day. But it's a great game. It's uh, there's uh, same kind of thing. Three on three arcade style soccer. All the teams have like power ups, and it's awesome because like all the teams are like quasi racist. It's amazing because um, it's like. It's basically like all the teams are sort of themed like Captain Planet and the Planeteers. So it's like there's one team that's like El Fuego, which is like the fire team. And there's one team that's like uh, Toxic, which is like the poison team. And then there's, there's, I think, okay, so there's El Fuego, Toxic, Spirit, Shock. I'm uh, looking it up right
3: now. There's a lot of them. Team Tsunami, Tsunami and Sub Zero. Sub Zero. I was team, trying to team think Volta of the Glacier as well. One.
2: Oh, Volta. That's the shock. The, team,
3: the yeah. leader of Team Toxic is a Canadian eco terrorist named Rain.
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's so every character. There's three players on each team, and they each have their own like kind of thing. But then it's like, but they're all like quasi racist stereotypes. So there's like uh, like on Team Spirit, which is my team of choice. There's a guy named Gmon, oh, the, who is an oh, uh, African voodoo priest. G- Uh, Who, yeah, uh, and then there's like an Australian surfer guy and then an African Zulu athlete.
3: On Team Toxic, there's a guy named Nova who's a young Native American genius. I'm reading Wikipedia here. A young Native American genius who wants to win the championship so that he can aid in making soccer possible on a space station. (laughs) There you go. We all See? know that stereotype. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so there's lots of, and then there's like a dickhead French guy named <laughs> Arsenault, uh, who's a retired soccer player, but then he has these like superpowers. So you play in like these themed stadiums and you go across the globe playing all the other teams. And what,
1: what console was this, this for? This was on
2: GameCube. Okay. And uh, it was by Sega, but for GameCube, Sega Soccer Slam and one of the funnest games ever. So. If we get together and play Rocket League, then we yeah, can take a break, really and we yeah. can play uh, Sega Soccer Slam yeah. in the interim. It was ba- the company that made Super Mario Strikers. Yeah, okay. Great uh, game, which is really fun. It was yeah. it was the same company. Yeah. Like, so they they did it before with Sega Soccer Slam, yeah. then they just converted into Mario So it's Strikers. like the same game, basically. It's basically the yeah. same game. I like Soccer Slam a little better just because of the weird characters and, like,
1: Vague racism.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not vague. It's overt. So, uh, so yeah. I guess that'll count as my one good thing since <laughs> I spent five minutes talking about it.
1: Sega Soccer Slam. Yeah. And you both recommended video games. I am going to recommend a book. I was, on the a, books suck. I was on an Ugh. island for a week. I just read uh, the new Chuck Klosterman or Klosterman,
2: Klosterman yep.
1: novel, uh, the Visible Man, which was really good. But I'm gonna recommend his first novel.
2: Oh my God, here we go. He's doing no, nothing do again. I'm no, not I'm actually gonna recommend this other thing. I, like
1: <laughs> I liked his new book, but I love his first novel, which is called Downtown Owl. It's a, a written from three perspectives: a high school quarterback, a 20-something teacher who's a woman, and uh, an old man. And they are, it's all written from their individual perspectives, life in a small town uh, that is hit by a massive winter storm. I loved the book the first time I read it several years ago, and I read it again when I was living in a small town that was rocked by winter storms all the time up north. And the character that I related to most had shifted since I'd read it the previous time. It's a phenomenal book. It's called Downtown Owl by Chuck Klosterman, and I would recommend that anyone listening Check it
0: out. All right. Cool. Yep.
2: I don't love his nonfiction. Like some of his nonfiction, I like. Some of it, I don't like because he just comes across as like really smarmy and pompous. But I, I did like his book "Building the Dinosaur," which was about the art of interviewing. People. Eating the dinosaur. Eating I the guess. dinosaur, whatever. Yeah. It's close enough. Um, yeah. Someone was already getting pissed off when I said that. They're <laughs> like, "Oh no, it's not that. It's, it's eating. <laughs> it's not building. That's the opposite. You're disgusting." Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, I did enjoy that one, and uh, and he does have some good anecdotes in his other ones, but uh, but I'll have to. Check check out the the actual fiction I've so never our fiction. one
1: good things this week uh rocket league
2: sega soccer slam
1: and chuck and klosterman's book. downtown owl that will do it for real good show until next week our intern has been aaron Mackay. our roommate is brooke halverson i am justin <laughs> morissette Stefan hack john cullen this has been real good show we'll talk to you again next week or two weeks
2: Yeah, two weeks. weeks. Oh, maybe uh, just before we go, I'm going to be on tour. So if you're listening to this podcast... Yeah, we we never plug on this show. I'm going to be on tour uh, starting this Friday. So we are not going to have an episode for two weeks because I'm going to be gone. Uh, So if you live in Toronto, I'm going to be performing at Yuck Yucks Mississauga on the 17th and 18th of July. And uh, I'm also going to be doing shows in downtown Toronto at uh, the Rivoli, the Ossington, and Yuck Yucks downtown Uh, on the 20th and 21st are those shows uh, and then I'm going to be in Montreal for Just for Laughs. So I'm going to be doing uh, shows on the 23rd and 24th. On the 24th is the Homegrown Competition at Lastral. Uh If you live in Montreal, you want to come out, say hi. That would be dope. All my dates are at CullenTheComic.com. Thank you. And if you're
1: listening to this the day it comes out and you live in Vancouver, John will be performing at the Laugh Gallery at Havana.
2: Yeah, this week. Uh, yeah, I'm doing my Just for Laughs set. So if you live in Vancouver and you want to see what I'm going to be performing at Just for Laughs, I'm at Havana tomorrow, July 13th, which is a Monday. Uh, And then I'm at uh, Kingshead, or is it 14th? I don't know the day. Tomorrow's the 13th. 13th, okay. And then on the 14th, I'm at the Kingshead. uh, And then the 15th, I'm at Yuck Yucks in Vancouver. So I'll be doing my Just for Laughs set at all those shows. So if you want to come out and you live in Vancouver and you need something to do one of the next three nights, come say hi. Okay, yeah. I meant to do that and then I forgot to plug it earlier. And
1: I should also plug our own podcast. If you listen to it and like it, the best thing that you can do to help the show is tell people about it and also rate us and review us on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it if you did that. One more time. <laughs> Our intern is Aaron Mackay. Our roommate is Brooke <laughs> Alverson. I'm Justin Morris, Stefan Heck. John Cullen. This has been a real good show.
2: Check, 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 check. I'm talking into a
1: microphone. For the very first time. For the
2: very
0: first time. It's not a computer. <laughs> <laughs>